Good afternoon and welcome as we continue our daily Bible reading. Um, we are in the book of Acts and we are in, uh, I'm going to do a little commentary on Acts chapters 25 and 26. I'm here in St. Louis at Concordia Seminary. You can see a little bit of the seminary in the background here up in the library uh, to let you know that uh, Larry Ruger and I are here uh, for the orientation of the SMP program, the specialized ministry uh, program that uh, where Larry's training to be a pastor in, in an alternate kind of route. And, uh, and we are blessed to be here uh, along with uh, others in Larry's program, 20 some guys in, in Larry's program too, um, from around the country that are doing the same, uh, the same track for to becoming a pastor. And uh, it's a blessing for me to be here too, because this is where I went to school and graduated back in 1984. Um, and, uh, and God has blessed me in ministry now to be able to, to be Larry's mentor through this program. Um, but uh, the calling that Larry gets called to and the calling that I have is to shepherd the people that God's placed in my care. And many of you are, are those, um, and those of you are, are just uh, joining in on this Bible study uh, because you found it on the internet and you heard about it, and uh, I'm glad to be, uh, to be God's servant and to help to lead you through that word. We are in chapters 25 and 26 of Acts at the, at the point where, um, first of all, just read to get the details, um, and, and there isn't a whole lot of need for commentary there, although I want to just draw to your attention a couple things, and I want to give you some questions to contemplate about. Uh, for you personally, as, as I said at the beginning, I said the book of Acts really doesn't end because the book of Acts continues to be the acts of God's people, his church throughout the ages. This is first century Christians right here in the time just after Jesus Christ. We are 2,022 years after the birth of Jesus Christ. And the acts of, of the followers of Jesus Christ continue to happen. And they happen through you and me as, as God took those original disciples and he worked through them. They were, they were fishermen, they were tax collectors and such. Um, some of them, a uh, uh, few of them, uh, well-educated like Paul. Paul was very well-educated, uh, but many of them not. So they were, they were kind of ran the whole gamut. Uh, what made them great uh, was the great things God was doing through them, which gives you and I hope too, that God's continuing to work in his, his church yet today. Uh, the Apostle Paul tells us in, uh, I'm pretty sure it's 2 Corinthians or 2 Thessalonians, um, that, that while well, he reminds us again that Jesus Christ said many times, I'm coming back, I'm coming back soon. The reason he's not coming back now is he wants more to come to believe. The grace of God continues to abound. Um, and and how's he working that? Well, we've been talking about community now on Sundays, incarnate community, that God has called us in community as his church. God has chosen to carry out his mission through people like you and me, through people like the original disciples and many uh, who've gone before us. Um, I came to faith because God, working through his Holy Spirit, uh, worked in my parents' faith, who then baptized me and brought me to uh, taught me about my Lord Jesus Christ and, and now I've come to faith that way. And, and that's what I want to do too. And, and that's what you and I are all called to do. So when you read about in Acts 25 and 26, um, here, here's the ministry of Paul. Does he run into opposition? Yes. Do we run into opposition too? Does Paul change his message because of that? No, he continues to focus on Christ. And notice the amount of time I just was reading through from chapter 26 up to the point where at, or 22 up to 26 just how often Paul had to wait. He couldn't go uh, when he wanted to, but that in that waiting time, God was using him to be a witness to others. You and I probably look at our lives and we say, man, I'm just, I'm just not at the point that I want to be, or, or COVID is slowing me down or whatever it might be, but know that God's working in and through those times, um, uh, making you a witness to them 
and and he's speaking through you. Trust him, pray for him uh, to speak through you. So here we are in chapter chapter 26, where Paul's getting this opportunity, not only to witness again to the Jews um, who are opposing him because they don't believe uh, the message about Jesus Christ yet, but but we don't know how many did. We don't, we don't hear about that. We just hear about the opposition. Chances are many of them did. Paul, who was a Jew himself, was converted. Um, all the disciples were Jewish, and, and they too came to believe in Jesus Christ. So it happens, and, and the church continued to grow. And, and then we get to chapter 26, where Paul just continues to pour out his heart. There, there's opposition there, um, but, he, but he continues to speak and is faithful to, uh, uh, to the word of God and to the message about Jesus Christ. That ought to tell us something, too, no matter what the time, no matter what the, the generations we're in, uh, no matter what world uh, uh, we're in and, and uh, our situation, we continue to focus on, on Jesus Christ. So in chapter 26, I want to I pull you to a couple of... Uh, sections there. In verses 6 and 8 in um, uh, uh, Acts 26, uh, Paul proclaims again what he believes in is the resurrection of the dead, that as Christ was raised from the dead, um, that you and I, or everyone who has faith, will also go to heaven. So the question I have for you is, um, so if you believe that, then what do you have to be afraid of? Now, I'm not looking for a right answer to that, but think about it. If I know that nothing can separate me from God, um, then nothing, even death, um, then what am I afraid of? And the answer is really nothing. Um, I can live my life amidst all the scary things going on in my life, knowing for sure I, I know where I'm going. Or look at verse 18, uh, where Paul talks about he's here in order to bring those who are in the dark the light of Jesus Christ. So, so how can I partner with the Holy Spirit to open the eyes of those I know who are still in that darkness, and how can I shine the light of Christ into their, into their lives? Now, there's, again, there's no simple answer to that, but look for ways and, and realize that every day you are that light in other people's lives. If you go to verse 23 of chapter 6, um, uh, look and see, Paul says, God has helped me. Now, you think of all the things that Paul has been through. He's been in prison a number of times. He was stoned to death. He was flogged, and yet he still sees that God has helped him. Uh, that's got to change our perspective on life. I tend to look at life and think, well, if I have a few things that are going wrong, or if I've gone through pain, you have various pains or sufferings, well, that means God doesn't help me. Well, you know what? That's the devil's lie. That's not true. Um, by faith, we know uh, at what Jesus said to us, that um, um, you're going to have trouble in this world, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So how can you testify that to others you know about that same truth, that God has helped you? Look at the ways, in eternal ways, that God has helped you. And then in verse 29, um, the question I have is, is it also my hope, your hope, that all who hear of Jesus would become like you? So those you, you and I know that don't yet know Jesus or don't yet know him by faith, is it your hope too? Is it your desire? Do you live? Do you live for the opportunity to have others become, come to know Jesus Christ as you do by faith? That's truly the heart of, of the evangelist, one who has heard the good news, believed the good news, hold on to that good news, and make it our life mission and our goal that they might know it too. So God bless you as you continue to read in Acts. We're going to draw it to a close here in a couple of days. Um, and I pray that, that God is showing you and me both uh, the power of his word, the power of faith in Jesus Christ, and the incredible, the incredible mission that Christ has given to us and promised to be with us as we do it.
God bless you as you read.